man searches for so many things in his lifetime, you know. When you're young, you search for your place in this world, your purpose. And maybe you get a little bit older and that becomes a very gray thing. And then you start searching for something higher because you can't really define what you are, what you're supposed to be doing. You know, it's very complex, so you, you look above that and maybe you start getting into religion or philosophy. And uh, you spend enough time doing that and you drive yourself fucking crazy and what are you left with? Then you're looking for what? What are you looking for? I don't know. <laughs> I think we'll all look for something. What do you look for as you get older though? I just so don't want to become resentful and miserable. And I see that so much. And it's just like, uh, uh, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm in the search for something sacred. I want to find something sacred. That people, human beings, don't just take a fucking full shit on. A full fucking shit on. <laughs> you know what happens to me today? I'm walking down the street. And... Uh, you know what I mean? Like, there's no limit to you know the extents that people go to patronize and you know try to make you feel smaller than you are. It happens everywhere. If you don't think it's happening, you're probably young, and I'm not going to disrupt whatever fucking utopic delusion that you're existing in. But you'll grow up one day, and you'll recognize how most people act. So I'm walking down the street, you know, guarded, listening to my music, trying to enjoy myself. And these two women are in front of me. And they just have these smug smiles on. <laughs> They're not making a noise. But that's just the noise that's happening in my brain. As I'm looking at their face. <laughs> I'm walking and I see them. I'm like, alright. I have to have a fucking four second interaction with these two human beings. I'm probably never going to see again. But for whatever reason... It's important to have the correct dance, if you will, with these individuals. As I'm doing so, you know, look and you, you know, you give a little head nod and, just, you know, almost at that point where you're walking past these individuals, they've analyzed me, I've analyzed them. It's two young women. They don't really scare me. They're looking at me. I'm a guy. That's always kind of scary. But they, they assess me. They realize I'm not any harm. And as they're just about to pass my right shoulder, um, and, you know, they, they have those smug faces. <laughs> and I'm looking at them like, all right, uh, you know, just another weird microaggression. It's not, it's not big, but it, it, it's, it's subtle and it's, it, it's real. It's there. Just as they're about to pass me and I get to exhale and, and then take a big, deep breath in of relief that I get out of this weird micro-social interaction. Uh, we're all stopped in our tracks. <laughs> it's this man bent, <laughs> bent over completely at the bus stop. And under his pants are completely down to his ankles. His ass is just completely exposed. I don't know where his dick and balls are. He's at least, he's like clasping them between his, his legs. And he's just stuck in a frozen pose. As if he's stretching his back. His knees are not bent. His head is just totally straight down. And his ass is in there. And under him is just a humongous pile of shit. <laughs> just all looking at him. 
And it was like, wow, you know, that guy was an angel in disguise. If this is if this is a simulation, in fact, if God is just a teenager in in his world and he's created some video game and we're all just characters in this video game, he spawned that homeless man taking a shit to break that microaggression. So all three of us could bond for a moment. That's some fucking weird shit. That was some New York shit. You know what I mean? That was some New York shit. I'm going to blame it. it. This is a simulation. I'm going to blame it because I was walking with a fast pace. I was walking with a fast pace. I was exuding New York energy. And so I manifested some New York shit. That doesn't happen in Atlanta. <laughs> That's very common. That wouldn't even be a conversation point in New York City. Somebody with their entire asshole exposed and a humongous pile of shit under them. That does not happen here. But, you know, I'm going to walk slower and I'll speak with a southern draw and maybe, you know what I mean? Maybe I'll, I won't see that. I wonder what's going through that man's mind. There's two possibilities. <laughs> this guy who has his whole asshole just like freshly closing. <laughs> the muscles are starting to go back to its default. Of a closed asshole. You know, the rectum has a lot of pressure on it to stay closed on a daily basis until it is ordered by whatever mechanisms that the body has, whatever magic the body works to release shit in whatever form. Diarrhea, hard shit, soft shit. So the asshole is very knowledgeable of this. And his asshole was just, you know, the door was just closing. And the wind is just fucking gusting into his fucking open cavity. It's just incredible. That he had, <laughs> he had all of this going on. There's two possibilities of what was going on there. Number one, he's batshit crazy. Number one is he is fucking insane. He's insane. He's had traumas. He has some type of chemical imbalance. The wires in his head are just not, they're not linking up correctly. His circuits are fucking mismatch. Or he's lived enough life where he can freely take a shit in public <laughs> and enjoy that it disturbs people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe he's even wiser than that malicious intent. Maybe he wasn't trying to ruin somebody's day. Maybe he understood the weird microaggressions that happen on a daily basis when you have these four-second social interactions as you're taking a walk down the fucking street and people are so fearful of being judged that they rather strike first. They rather... Be the one judging first. <laughs> you know what I mean? So they, they, they exude asshole tendencies just not to be the victim. Because they're so fearful. Because they've been so hurt in their lifetime. And people understand this. As they get older and they get wiser and this homeless man, we're not going to judge him because he's homeless. We're also not going to judge him because he's taking a shit at a fucking bus stop. And his asshole is open for the wind to enter. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> We're not going to judge him for any of this. We're going to assume that he was wise enough to understand that in that very moment, if he can catch at least three people, two who knew each other and one stranger walking past each other, he could break the normality of that awkward and smug social interaction and help us bond. And for that, I thank that man. And his hum he had a humongous pile of shit. It was like an incredible amount of shit. 
<laughs> it was incredible. What was astonishing to me is that his knees weren't bent. It's like he, he <laughs> and it wasn't like the shit wasn't shaped. You know how sometimes a shit will come out like a fucking braided banana? It wasn't like that. <laughs> it was a pile as if like he shit and then mixed it up with a spoon and then stood up. He's, he's probably an illusionist. That's really what's going on. <laughs> he took a normal shit which in which you would have to squat and bend your knees and let the shit come out so that gravity could do its fucking work, right? And then after he took the normal shit, he took out a fucking magic wand and he mixed up the shit until it was a fine paste. And then he stood up with his pants still down and took a bow. That's what it was because his knees weren't bent. I don't understand how a fucking fresh pile of shit came up. Jesus Christ. Um... I don't have an actual therapist, so my, uh, my, you know, like kids with problems have like imaginary friends. I have an imaginary therapist and he's just like an amalgamation of various 1950s self-help books and fantasy novels. It's horrible. It's horrible to take advice from this guy, <laughs> but I listen to him every day. Um, and he was quoting the alchemist, you know, he was saying um, there was advice from a wise king who told the boy to travel around the palace for two hours. And whilst he was doing this, he tasked him with holding a spoonful of oil. And the first time the boy came back, he said, I saw wonderful things. And uh, the king said, but where's the oil? He said, I must have dropped it. And uh, the advice he gave to the child was, you know, go and marvel and enjoy all the wondrous things of life, but never forget the oil. Never forget your drops of oil. And um, that's what happened. You know, I was marveling at all this. But you, you got to keep your head up, you know, because there's a stoplight in front of you. And if you just walk into fucking traffic, you might get fucking hit. You might get hit, ladies and gentlemen. So you understand what I'm saying? If you are in a similar social interaction very soon and you know you're walking past two white women who for whatever reason they're eliciting their facial expressions are eliciting <laughs> if that happens to you and then all of a sudden to your fucking right there's a man who's created magic out of his asshole <laughs> and he's taking a bow he's bowing from the fucking incredible performance he he, he shit and and mixed it up and then bowed before pulling up his fucking pants and nobody saw that. Nobody fucking saw that because we were so fucking busy judging each other. If that happens, please remember, don't spill your drops of oil. Look at the light. Look at the light. Open your eyes. Um, shout out to that guy though. You know? If it was a simulation that we exist in, how many people are the computer and then how many of us are like avatars? You know what I mean? Like We actually have a soul and there's a person connected to some other world. But, you know, we're interacting with computer generated. I don't know what the fucks, you know, that guy had to be computer generated because that was just masterful. 
It was a masterful display. You know, I also have to consider that, you know, neither of those scenarios, him being crazy or him being a magician, um, you know, maybe he just had to really take a shit. <laughs> maybe he really had to take a shit. That's happened to me before. You know, I don't mind admitting it. I've taken a shit outside because I had nowhere else to take a shit. You ever lost your keys or some shit? And you, you, you got to take a shit? You got to take a shit and you can't make it to a store? That happened to me growing up. Take a shit in public. It's gruesome. But, you know, you got to do it. You got to do it. That probably happens to the guy. The guy might not even be homeless. He might not even be homeless. He probably had explosive diarrhea. He's just getting over a fucking flu or something. And he was at the bus, and he just had a horrible day, and he just got chewed out by his fucking boss. And on top of that, the fajitas that he ate, they're just not sitting well. They're just not fucking sitting well. And before the bus came, he just couldn't fucking hold it. He just couldn't fucking hold it. So he squatted over, and he took a shit, and then he saw some people and didn't have time to pull up his pants and run. So he just decided to fucking straight leg hide his face between his knees. Um... But I like to think he's a magician. <gasps> Jesus Christ. What if God was petty? I was raised to believe that you don't take the Lord's name in vain. But um, I say it a lot. It's just like a reflex thing. And I like to believe that God loves me. I believe, I believe so. I like to believe that. Um, I don't think he would be like, he's like tally marking every time you say fuck, God, damn it, Jesus Christ. Can't, you think he's like tally marking that shit? I don't know. It's a possibility. Um, what is impossible? I think that, that that's a... That's a a better way to attempt to understand what the fuck is going on. You know, what isn't possible? It feels like everything is possible. Right. It's wild. It is wild, man. <laughs> man. The way the universe works, you know. Where the universe works. I love watching like videos. You see these like brilliant guys, 1980s, 1970s, 1990, whatever fucking year was in the past. It's all the past, right? All melds together. Isn't time funny like that? Like 100 years passes, 200 years, 500 years passes. And then these huge clumps of time, huge clumps of time, 50 years, 100 years, they're just kind of summed up in like <laughs> a short list of details. You know what I mean? Like growing up, you 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 have a very distinct understanding of American culture in the nineteen twenties and thirties and forties and fifties. You can imagine, you know, technologically and in the industrial level of complexity, the cities, the style of clothes. You know what I'm saying? The people who are in power, night from nineteen twenties, thirties, forties, fifties. It's very distinct images that pop in your brain. You think about the 1800s, it all kind of like fucking blends together. <laughs> it's a fucking hundred years of Stone Age to me. It's all the same. It's all the same. 
And I know that's not real. That's not what was going on. But it's like I just imagine guys with fucking straw hats and, you know, jeans that were not intended to be capris. But they worked so fucking goddamn hard. Like they just flayed the bottom of their jeans until they became long jean shorts. You know what I mean? Barefoot guys with straws in their mouth. It's just what I imagine for the whole 1800s. It's what I fucking imagine. But time is funny like that. Um, yeah, I, I watch these YouTube videos with these guys, brilliant guys. 70s, 80s, 90s, all the same now. And um, they had these like predictions of the future. You can even go back further and like see these kids in the 60s and the 50s and they predict what the future is going to be. And the level of accuracy, you wonder, is there some predictive faculty in the human mind or is the utterance of these predictions influential to the creation of the future you know is it the words that these children or these brilliant men that are speaking that mold and create the future that we see or are they predicting it you know will we ever be able to fucking know i don't know i don't know Great movie, Butterfly Effect. Butterfly Effect. Great fucking movie, man. Great fucking movie, man. I'm not in a place in my life where I'm like psychologically stable enough to watch that. But uh, great movie. <laughs> I can remember it and still stay uh, somewhat sane. But man, that concept. Butterfly landing on a particular flower versus another. And how that changes the future in the most complex, the most complex, down to the most granular detail, just changes the entire future. It's like, it's an incredible concept. It's an incredible fucking concept, you know? I think it's amazing. It does not mean that anybody that's listening who has a teenage brain like mine, you should not meditate on all of your actions, every small action that you take and how that could influence the next step and the next step and the next step, you know? You should have a positive outlook because you can't predict. I, 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 I imagined I had some level of foresight and vision. I said, I'm going to go take a walk. And I said, I have some direction of where I'm going. I have some intention of what I'm going to be doing, right? Stress relief, listening to Bad Bunny, taking a walk. Right, I did not intend to have a, a only in New York experience at a bus stop in Atlanta. I did not intend, in the midst of my very predictable uh, four second smug social interaction, <laughs> I didn't intend to that for that to be broken up and inserted into our quantum entanglement. You know, the greatest shit ever taken. <laughs> And a performer's bow. <laughs> it was fucking magnificent, man. <laughs> what if he was just really proud of the shit he took? <laughs> he really had to, like, he bowed. He was like, you're welcome. You're welcome. Um, that's a, you know, what if, if that's what that is? Like, some of the people that we see that are homeless in the street uh, or, like, people in hospitals that are crazy, they're just incomprehensibly 
more wise and knowledgeable of the menial actions, meaning if that they if they lift their their left foot instead of their right foot, right foot instead of their left foot, you know, um, what that means, the reverberations of that, you know, somebody who's who can calculate a a, a single pebble dropping into a vast ocean and seeing those circles pan out and how that moves and would influence and maybe it would take 10, 50, 100, 1,000 years, but that would create a tsunami that would affect the world. You understand what I'm saying? Somebody who had that understanding in the sight of that. And so on a day-to-day level, they would function like a fucking batshit crazy person. And that guy, he really had that vision. He really understood that doing that would set things in motion. He saved planet Earth. That man saved planet Earth and he knew about it. And he was so proud of himself that he forgot to pull up his fucking trousers. He bowed. He bowed and he said, Bass before my shitty fucking glory. I am him. Um. <laughs> wow. Thank you, man. And what a beautiful existence <laughs> you could enjoy too. This has all been a sales pitch to adopt my 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 mindset. I'm selling my mindset. Selling my mindset, you know. It's five DVDs. Yes, still DVDs. You're gonna have to go find a DVD player. You're gonna have to find a DVD player. They're Blu-ray. You're gonna have to find a Blu-ray player. Remember when they did that fucking con? That was like worse than. Like an apple coming out with, you know, a, a slightly thicker dick. It's just like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus Christ. iPhone 19, more girth. Um, please don't hate me, Apple. I love your products. Um, it's a joke. And reverse psychology is real. If people only, if brands only understood that, you know, they would not condemn people who shit on their brands. When you shit on a brand, it makes people... Think about it more. You shouldn't hate that person. You should, like, um, anyway, but thick, thick iPhone. Anyway, um, that's, they should do that. They should do that. They should, (laughs) the new iPhone 19, thicker than your last. (laughs) Come on, it's like, you they market it to women. Women would definitely, women would purchase any product to emasculate a man. They will purchase any fucking thing to make men feel less than they are. They would, it's just, let's, let's get on it. You know what I mean? Let's get on it. Let's get on it. Let's get on it. Um, yeah, anyway, I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, I'm actually really going to take a sip. Oh, moment. Oh, momentito. You guys miss me. I have not been uh, consistent as of late. Oh, that hit the spot. What do you want to talk about? 
What are you gonna talk about? I've been I've been seeing that on uh online clips of guys who are like just next level, next level con artist. I don't want to say that it, it, con artist implies that they're conning people. I don't want to say that, but they have the skills to pay the motherfucking bills in a motherfucking negative way, ladies and gentlemen. I'm talking about people on the street. People on the street. I watch these clips of these guys, and they'll, they'll go up to these like young, attractive women, and they'll tell them like, "Hey, if I can guess the first three digits of your cell phone number, not the area code, but the first three digits of your actual cell phone number." You got to put your number on my phone. And then I'll ask them like a series of questions and, uh, you know, do some type of fucking voodoo. Take out a basket. Uh, a snake comes out. They turn into fucking Jafar. You get the fucking gist of the story, right? And then they do it accurately. And then the girls are just like, oh, my God, how you do that? Oh, my God, how you do that? Oh, my God, how you do that? And it obviously ends up in fellatio, right? I like to think so. I like to think that young man that's on the street that has these incredible abilities is not just getting a number and still getting fucking ghosted. That would be a waste of a lot of fucking hard work refining that skill to be able to fucking open people's iPhones, learn their passwords and guess people's phone numbers. It's just an incredible ability. And um, women love that shit. Oh, my God, how you doing that? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I've been watching that shit. I'm like, is that... The evolution of human mating? Is that where we've gone? <laughs> Is that where we're at right now? I don't know. I've been out the game for a long time. A long time, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm currently not in the game. I'm in the desert. I'm in the motherfucking desert. So I'm like, I'm online. I'm like, this is how dudes get bitches? When I was in my early 20s, it was all about like caveman bravado, you know, I just get drunk out of my fucking ass, go into a, a, a dark room, this is pre-pandemic, for you know, the people who are kids now, you don't understand how it was when I was 21, you don't know what the fucking world was like, anybody who's 21, 25 years old right now, you have no idea what the world was like when I was 21, oh my god, oh my fucking god, 20, it was like 2015, 2014, 2015, oh my God, I was an animal, you just get drunk, belligerent, alcoholism, you go into the streets and you bump into people and then you go and you find a dark room and you just grab a woman by her elbow, that was courting back then, that was it, (laughs) and it fucking worked, (laughs) you know, see these people online now, you gotta be the fucking mentalist, you gotta be a mentalist to bag a bitch now, like what the fuck is that? What the fuck is that? (laughs) I'm saying, where is this going? Where is this going? Women are going to start asking guys for their fucking LinkedIn. That's what's going to (laughs) happen. That is where we're headed. That is where we're fucking headed. The simps have fucking ruined the game. They've ruined the game. I blame OnlyFans for enhancing the the financial status of whores uh, at a great scale. And then... Um, all of the fucking simps who funded that and shift mating forever. What, 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 what level of butterfly effect was that? OnlyFans just fucked the fucking game up. Just empowered all the whores with, you know what I'm saying? They just, it's a free course in business school. Just pimping all these simps. <laughs> and now poor men, guys that are not even fucking subscribed to OnlyFans have to go into the streets 
after they've spent 10,000 hours refining their skills as a mentalist to guess a woman's passcode to bag a fucking bitch? Like, what the fuck? Oh. Um, it's interesting. <laughs> I think it's hilarious, man. It's just things change, man. Things change. And that's good. I'm not I'm not gonna be the old guy. I'm not gonna be the old guy, you know. Um I just love observing. It's just it, it's very comical to me that that's like the way shit goes down. You know? <laughs> Really, just please go check it out. I don't remember if it was like Instagram or YouTube or some shit. This guy, he really, he, and it was an impressive trick. It was an impressive trick. But like in the, you know, in the past, girls would have been like, oh my God, how you do that? And the guy would be like, can I get your fucking number? And they'd be like, no. No, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm horrified at your ability <laughs> to get my information. And that's like a prerequisite now for guys to be mentalist. Um, get with it. Get with it, gents. It's like Rise of the Geeks, right? Once again, the Bible proves to hold true and the meek shall inherit the earth. All these fucking guys. All these fucking guys. I spent my fucking 20s grabbing elbows in dark rooms. That's what I was doing. That was my move. It was fucking, it was seamless. It was quick. It vetted out anybody who wasn't down with the get down. So when you grab a woman by her elbow in a dark room, if she does not assault you or run away, <laughs> she is down. She's down. Um. <laughs> Being stupid. Man. It's a funny day. Funny day. You got to thank God, man. You got to thank God every every day you wake up. You don't have to thank... I'm not telling you to be religious, which is like counterproductive. How come religions haven't figured that one out? You know what I mean? <laughs> I have, you know what I'm saying? Anytime I'm in an interview for like a sales job, they always ask you these very rudimentary, elementary level fucking questions if you've ever been in sales. It's like these... Just to vet out people who are like mentally retarded. It's not to say that you have to be like a great salesperson um, to know this shit, but you know it's like really basic shit. Like you know, I'm, I'm not the best. I'm, I'm, I'm an idiot as well. They'll always ask you something like, you know, have you ever heard of the takeaway method? And I can't believe after thousands and thousands of years of refining the skill of mass brainwashing. That religions haven't figured out <laughs> that shoving something down somebody's throat is not the way to... You know what I mean? Like, I don't... That's not the way to... Reverse psychology a little bit? I just haven't heard a preacher do that. Like, maybe you should leave the church. Maybe you shouldn't give some tithes. Nobody's ever done that. They always go for the fucking kill. What do I know? Um... But no, I'm not trying to convert anybody into believing in God. I believe in God, and I think you should thank or be grateful every day. I'm not being uh, condescending. I'm not. I'm not trying to. You know what I'm saying? There's no angle. I feel like everything is so angled. Everything is so disguised. It's the way of the world now. That's what women like too. 
Women like to be tricked. A series of tricks. <laughs> I think you court a woman now. A series of tricks. And then they get angry when the guy's deceptive. It's like, but you wanted to be tricked. I don't think. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to convert anybody. I'm being genuine. I, I think it's important to be grateful. And to have a perspective. Because you can draw things from that. You can, you can draw greater meaning. You know? And um, if we are adhering in the in the, the time space of this pod this episode of the nothing important podcast in this universe that exists as you were listening to this recording you know entangling yourself with the the, the time that is separate you're not experiencing it at the same time we're recording but it is like you experience it. you're here now we're here together and um in this universe um I'll be very genuine and tell you it's so important. It's so important to adopt a mindset of um, assigning more value or meaning to things that seem mundane, like a guy taking shit at a bus stop. Because even if that act that that man committed to was not what I saw in my head, if I could frame it in such a way where he changed the world, then it changes my world, and that would change the world. You understand what I'm saying? And that's a butterfly effect. So think about things in a positive way. That would be my encouragement to you. Ladies and gentlemen, if you continue listening to the Nothing Important Podcast, I want to thank you sincerely. Continue listening. Do me a favor, go on to the Instagram, Nothing Important Podcast on the Instagram. Go on to my Twitter, El Nadadada X, X app. Go on to... My YouTube, Nothing Important Podcast on YouTube. Like, follow, subscribe, share. Throw me some motherfucking money. You know what I'm saying? Donate, baby. Until next time.